0: You're listening to the breakfast show with Blake and Lawson. It's kind of a dreary day. I can kind of see the clouds coming in. Mm-hmm. I I see some of the work that's been done on the trees out there as well. Too some trees are actually gone. It's it's kind of sad, but they were dead. They needed to be cut. Yeah, be I, we didn't want them up. to collapse because that's happened here before. A tree fell on this building in the past, and they were fixing the roof because of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, right during the breakfast show last mm-hmm. week, that was that was real fun. Great, mm-hmm. great timing, uh, <laughs> 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 but uh, yeah, no, we are. It's one of those days, and I just feel like it's one of those days that maybe you're, maybe you're still asleep, maybe you're just. Well,
1: that's what it's like here in Newcastle. At yeah, least. well, that's true. You know, no,
0: it was pouring rain the whole drive from basically Brisbane to Newcastle yesterday. Just like, <sighs> really,
1: I had a. I had a friend up in Brisbane who landed in Newcastle last night. When they were there, they were like, Oh yo, yeah,
0: sunny day. Up there was sunny. Yeah. But yeah I'm yeah, saying yeah. the whole drive yeah. down was pouring, 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 right? Like bucketing cats mm, and dogs. Mm, right. Like meow. Roof. Like on the on the <laughs> windshield. It was wild. Uh, so look, I just wanna You had shut cruise up.
1: control on, but you're doing <laughs> yeah. some dodging. Yeah, you know? just like,
0: yeah, watch out. Uh so O four nine one O six four six six nine. Please text us. How are you feeling today? Are you mm. are you seeing some sunshine where you're at? Or are you just uh, struggling to get through the uh, the dreariness of the mm. moment here as well, too? Looks like Janelle got the answer, I hope, I think, correct. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah, that's right. Good work, Janelle. I thought that was the right answer as well, mm-hmm. too. Uh, so we. I want to jump into our Bible study today, though. Uh, Lawson, you guys, uh, you and Mon, yesterday... Mm-hmm. Uh, we're talking about managing in tough times. Now this mm-hmm. is a this is a difficult topic because the one thing that I can guarantee is tough times. So a lot of a lot of times you can't guarantee uh, anything else, but I can promise you that at some point around the corner around the bin, you will experience tough times. you ever experienced some tough times?
1: Well, okay, so if we look at it from a financial perspective in a, in a macro sense. Like, I can talk about my personal situation, but we have been through, in in my lifetime, I was born in 98, and we've been through recessions, global financial crisis. Y2K. Y2K, that's right. (laughs) uh, COVID-19. Like, every 10 years or so, there's some economic collapse that takes place in, in which, you know, people lose their money or whatever, or some big scam or some of this or some of that. Like, it's... Inevitable. It's inevitable that you'll go through tough times financially. But this is the thing is that you can do what I do, which is there's no such thing as a tough financial time when you have no money. (laughs)
0: Power move. That's right. Like, there we go. That's that's really showing them what's up. Yeah, that's right.
1: Hey, I, yeah, you can't get me.
0: <laughs> you, <laughs> you can't keep me down. You can't keep
1: me down. I'm already down. Like, a lot. <laughs>
0: Free lunch. Uh, that's uh,
1: Yeah, but then you just get hooked up. God is good. And this is what we were talking about yesterday. Like, God is the one who we wholly and solely can rely on to support us through those
0: times. No, for sure. For sure. I just realized we almost forgot. Quiz. quiz. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Clue number three.
1: Another quote. If anyone's name was not found written in the book of life, he was thrown into the lake of fire.
0: Yikes. According
1: to this book, if anyone's name was not found in the written in the book of life, he was thrown into the lake of fire.
0: That sounds like hell.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> 0491 Yep. Zero four nine one zero six four six six nine is the number to call or text if you know the answer to that one. If you do, you go into the draw to win. We've got our four different books, The Sanctuary, The Sanctuary, The Sanctuary, and A Christ in His Sanctuary. Now, they also have some other stuff like The Sanctuary in Salvation, The Sanctuary Pure and Simple, Sanctuary Service. But we've got all these books that have to do with one of the most amazing aspects of the Bible, of theology, and in fact... The thing that very well reveals the plan of salvation to us, the sanctuary, these books are about what those, what the sanctuary is, how it affects our lives, all those different things. 0491-064-669.
0: Just got a text in here. It's cloudy and gloomy here in Sydney. Mm. Too bad it's my work in the office day. I wish it was just a hot chocolate and sleeping day. But I don't know who this is from. So if you sent that text in, give us your name. Let us know who you are uh, because it just says unknown on this one as well too. So I I totally feel that. I, I actually love like a little fireplace, little hot chocolate vibe, snuggled up reading a good book. Yeah. It's, I, it's a good vibe.
1: I'm going to be honest. I I was out pretty late last night and, you know, get up early for radio and then, you know, today I'm, I'm feeling a bit under the weather. I've got one uni class, but mm. then I'm like... Nap time? Nap time. <laughs> <laughs> like, my, my uni class is at one, yeah. and I'm like,
0: oh... Might be time to catch up on yeah, some Zs.
1: Just, just go home and Z it up,
0: you know? Well, hopefully before you fall asleep, we can get through... Absolutely. Oh, no, no. I am I am good for this Bible study. I'm good for the show. Excellent. Well, speaking of that, then, let's start in 2 Chronicles chapter 20. We're going to read a, a story here in the Bible. I actually love Chronicles. It's it's a very good uh, book that just tells a lot of stories about the kings and everything that was happening in ancient Israel after the time of David, uh, even during Solomon as well too, and then all the other kings as well. So we're going to read a story from Second Chronicles chapter 20. Mm-hmm. And what we want to do is kind of figure out some of the spiritual principles that we can... Uh, extrapolate from this story that can help us when we're struggling Mm -hmm. uh, with difficult times Mm -hmm. because tough times are going to come. We know that. So before they do, we can actually read this story and get some principles from that. So Understand. how about you start reading verse one? We're going to go all the way to 22, but we're going to, I'm going to stop you here and there because we're going to walk our way through it.
1: All right. It starts in second Chronicles chapter 20 and verse one. The Bible says, after this, the armies of the Moabites, the Ammonites, and some of the Mayanites, May- Mayanites. Surely they they're called something else. I've never read that word in my life. Do, do you?
0: Manians? I I don't know what version that is, but yeah, I, I haven't heard that one either. Yeah.
1: What is it, what am I looking at here? Some Greek manuscripts, Hebrew repeats.
0: It, oh, so maybe. Jemusites or no?
1: It's it it says here that it's potentially because it 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 says Ammonites twice in some Hebrew got it text, and so they've just gone. Well, was there a subset of the Ammonites? Oh yeah, the May, the Mayanites. So, so you've got the Moabites, you've got the Ammonites, and some of the Mayanites declared war on Jehoshaphat. Messengers came and told Jehoshaphat, a vast army from Edom is marching against you from beyond the Dead Sea. They are already at Hazazon Tamar. This was another name for Engedi. So,
0: just pause it real quick. Okay, Uh, a couple things here. Jehoshaphat, he's the king of God's people, Mm -hmm. uh, the country at the time. Uh, He is... Been told some terrible news. Mm-hmm. Like literally, sometimes, sometimes you can just be having like a hot chocolate day, sitting in your blanket, maybe looking at the fire, reading a book, and then terrible news arrives. I've had multiple times in my life where I was like, man, I'm just having a great day. And then bam, slapped across the face sideways with a backhand of bad news. Mm-hmm. And it just wrecks your business, wrecks your day, mm-hmm. wrecks everything that you've been planning for the whole week. You're like mm-hmm. thinking, I'm going to do this, 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 and this. And that. whammy. Just ruined, okay?
1: Yeah, and we see here, like, the Moabites, Ammonites, and Mayanites, and it says that they're coming from the direction of Edom as well, so Edomites too. This is essentially, like, for Israel and their position, this would be like someone coming to you and saying, hey, you actually have an assignment due in 30 minutes? It's a 3,000-word essay. Begin. Just start. You know, it's it's essentially a situation in which... It's impossible to respond, yeah, like it's it's impossible for them to succeed. Talk about bad news
0: now, in Getty as well, yeah, you know his bad news as well, too. I'm just looking here in Getty, so in Getty is actually the area that David used to live in the caves. Mm. No, to explain in Getty, uh, it's a very dry desert place, well, at mm. least it is now. I guess I don't know what it was like back then, but it was pretty dry and deserty. There are caves. It's basically a canyon that you walk through. And on either side, to the left and to the right of the canyon, as you walk up to the – there's a waterfall up in the En Gedi waterfall. Uh, there are caves that are – and the rock there is is like white slash yellow, right? Mm-hmm. So here in Australia, everything is like a red, dark color uh, in the desert out there, in the outback. But mm-hmm. over there, it's like a white – even lighter than sandstone right Mm. Um, and there's these caves everywhere and it's real kind of jagged hard on the feet i don't know how these guys did it with just sandals it would have been an absolute nightmare and so this is a pretty rugged terrain that Mm. all of these this army is just coming up in right now you're listening to the breakfast show contact us on 0491 064 669
1: do you know how far Engedi is from Jerusalem? Because that's where Jehoshaphat is at the moment.
0: Yeah, it's it's close. It's uh, I mean, I rode it in a bus, mm-hmm. so it was maybe like it was less than an hour in the bus. Yeah, so it's not not super far.
1: So it's like you know they're up to if it was an hour in the bus, let's say at
0: most. Right. They're like eighty kilometers away. I, no, it'd be far less. Far less. Far, far less. Yeah.
1: At uh, at most, because it was like
0: a tiny little road. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. No freeway, no, so at no, 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 most
1: no, no, no. they're like they're like twenty five k's away.
0: Yeah, it it would have been close like that, like a day's journey, like uh-huh. on walking,
1: you know. Oh,
0: yeah. So not that far.
1: Okay, Uh-oh. so so this is.
0: Yikes! <laughs> yikes!
1: Yeah, yikes! Moment. So that's where they are. They're in Angeti. They're walking to Jerusalem. It says Jehoshaphat was terrified by this news and begged the Lord for guidance. He also ordered everyone in Judah to be to begin fasting. So people from all towns of Judah came to Jerusalem to seek the Lord's help. Jehoshaphat stood before the community of Judah and Jerusalem in front of the new courtyard and the temple of the Lord.
0: Okay, so just pause before you keep reading that. So essentially. He hears this terrible news, and what's his response? He's pretty scared. Yeah. In fact, it says he's terrified. Pretty normal to be scared. Yeah. Like, look, you know. You don't want to bring you don't want to bring a knife to a gunfight situation here, you know. Like this is he's Jehoshaphat is just doing his thing, and then the boys come up here and they're like, "Hey, we're gonna kill all you guys, right?" So, not a fun way to start the day, right? Mm-hmm. So he's kind of messed up mentally, emotionally, spiritually. He's kind of wrecked, and and so he then makes this decision from this emotional point of fear because he is afraid. He decides to go and seek the Lord, mm-hmm. right? And then he proclaims a fast. Throughout all of Judah. So he's like, all right, things are bad. Everybody stop eating. Now, Mm -hmm. that's not just like to save rations. This is for a spiritual purpose, Mm -hmm. right? He is saying, it's time for us to get right with God. Have you had those moments? Yeah. (sighs) Me too. Absolutely. Those are, they're good, but they're bad sometimes. Mm -hmm. When it's time to, like, when you get punched in the face with, like, life, and then you got to have one of those get right with Jesus moments. Man, those are heavy.
1: We were talking about this yesterday. You know, we we read this verse and it's like, oh, when a time of trouble comes, like, God will be there. Like, call on God now because when a time of trouble comes, like, he'll be there for you. And it's not necessarily the idea that God won't be there for you in a time of trouble because you haven't called on him in in the good times. It's not like God's like, oh, now, don't want to help you. See you later. Goodbye. <laughs> it's It's more that when we practice calling on God... Even in our good times, God, like Jesus responds by, by, you know, helping us essentially like, like we ultimately train ourselves to then call on God. Okay. Like that's the point. It's like, if I calling on God in the good times, we'll definitely call on him in the bad times. Right. Versus like if we don't call on God in the good times, we probably won't call on him in the bad times either, because we haven't built that rapport, we haven't built that trust. And talk about like a response to hearing the news that an army is coming to destroy you. Yeah. And you're like, you don't say, All right, prepare the men. You don't distribute swords. You don't go and you know, say, Okay, let's sharpen the let Let's get the war machine turning so we can head out for battle. No. It's everyone stop eating. To pray, like which would be something that would make you even weaker and make the coming battle more difficult. And, but now the w- reason Jehoshaphat is doing this is because he is calling on God.
0: You know what is interesting about that? I, I feel like Jehoshaphat has an insight that we probably need to understand, mm-hmm. that every battle is a spiritual battle. You know, I've heard this saying, like, everything is political, right? Everything is political. And when we, when we have that thought process that, oh, everything that we have is political, well, that's sort of true. But in reality, like, more things are spiritual, Right, Mm. and so Jehoshaphat rightly has the decision. He comes together and he says, "Hey, you know what? This situation—you might think it's a physical army that is about to attack you, but spiritually, we got to get right as well, too." Okay, so let's keep reading here. Uh, He gathers the whole everyone around, brings them all together, says it's time to seek the Lord, and now this is what he says. This is verse six. Okay, in verse
1: six, it continues on. It said he prayed. O Lord God of our ancestors, you alone are the God who is in heaven. You are ruler of all the kingdoms of the earth. You are powerful and mighty. No one can stand against you. O oh, our God, did you not drive out those who lived in this land when your people Israel arrived? And did not you give this land to forever to the descendants of your friend Abraham? Your people settled here and built this temple to honor your name. They said, whenever we are faced with any calamity such as war plague, or famine, we can come and stand in your presence before this temple where your name is honored. We can cry out to you to save us, and you will hear us and rescue us.
0: Pause, 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 pause. So he hasn't made any requests yet. Mm. All he is doing is making a statement. Now, this is interesting because he's, where is he making the statement? It's in the assembly place Mm. for everyone. So he's saying a prayer that everyone can hear. And he's reminding everyone who is a part of this, you know, interaction, this assembly, Mm. like, do not forget, don't, do not forget to remember how God has led us in the past because we have nothing to fear Mm. except for we forget what God has done for us in the past, right? Mm. He's making this reference. Look back. We're praying to God for about what we're about to ask. Mm. But hey, everybody, listen up. God has been with us every single time before. He's
1: also pl- claiming the promises of God. Essentially, it's like, "Hey, God, you said if we're in this place, like you'll be with us, you'll listen to us." Like, God, that's your deal. <laughs> For sure, that that's your promise. That's that's the deal that you made with us, and we as your people have a hard time living up to that. But uh, this is the promise that you've made to us.
0: It reminds me a lot of the ABCs of prayer. I don't know if you've ever heard of these before or not. But, man, the ABCs of prayer are a beautiful way to pray. We we go before the Lord. And, and so we find this in Matthew that says, ask, seek, knock. Mm. Okay? So ask, it shall be given to you. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and the door will be opened unto you. This is what Jesus describes prayer like. Well, ask is an acronym. Ask, seek, knock. A S K. But another way to pray is to remember your ABCs of prayer. So the first is to ask. Whatever you're needing, whatever uh, is on your heart, nothing is too big or too small, speak to the Lord and ask. Then believe, Mm. right? you got to believe that God can actually do the thing that you're asking as well too, like it requires faith. So you're going to ask, and then you're going to believe and have that faith, Mm. A, B. And then the C stands for claim. And the Mm. way to claim is to look back On the stories from the Bible. To look back on the promises that have been made in the word of God. Because we have to understand that God's word is eternal. Mm. Meaning uh, no beginning, no end. It is constant. It is forever. So when we look back on the scriptures. And we claim these biblical promises. As memory verses. As scriptural references. Mm. These are eternal promises that God gives to his people for a time such as this. Mm. And so we ask We believe, and then we claim with scriptural references, right? And we one of those things, you might be afraid, right? You might be afraid of being lonely. We talked about, um, Pastor Mark Sutherland was on earlier Mm. for the interview, he talked about loneliness and how uh, pervasive it is and how difficult it is uh, to deal with. Uh, Essentially, with loneliness, if you are feeling that way, you can ask, God, help me to not be lonely. Mm. And then you can say, I believe that you don't want me to be lonely. And you can claim it by saying, uh, you promised that you would never leave me or never forsake me. Right? Mm. This is a Bible promise that we find in the book of Hebrews. And so this is the process. This is what Jehoshaphat is going through. He's looking back at what God has done in the past so he can encourage people in the future. Mm. Okay, you ready to keep reading? Yeah, it continues on. It says, And
1: now we see that the armies of the Ammonites, the Moab, and Mount Seir are doing, you see, Lord. You would not let our ancestors invade those nations when Israel left Egypt, so they went around them and did not destroy them. Now see how they reward us, for they have come to throw us out of our land, which you gave to us as an inheritance. Oh, our God, won't you stop them? We are powerless against this mighty army that is about to attack us. We do not know what to do, but we are looking to you for help. As all the men of Judah stood before the Lord with their little ones, their wives, and their children, the Spirit of the Lord came upon one of the men standing there. His name was Jehaziel, son of Zechariah, son of Benaniah, son of Jael, son of Madaniah, uh, a Levite who was a descendant of Asaph. He said, listen to all you people, Judah and Jerusalem, listen to the King Jehoshaphat. This is what the Lord says. Do not be afraid. Don't be discouraged by the mighty army, for the battle is not yours, but it is God's. Tomorrow, march out against them. You'll find them coming up through the ascent of Ziz at the end of the valley that opens into the wilderness of Jerul, but you will not even need to fight. Take your positions when... Uh, Take your positions, then stand still. Watch the Lord's victory. He is with you, O people of Judah and Jerusalem. Do not be afraid or discouraged. Go out against them tomorrow.
0: The Lord is with you. Beautiful, beautiful promises. Jehoshaphat looks back on what God has done. He's making the claim. He's telling everything that can happen. And then in this moment, he is recognizing his own powerlessness, his own weakness, his own inability to bring these people out of the calamity that is destined upon them unless God intercedes. And in this moment, the prophet of the Lord rises up and reminds them of the power of the Almighty God.
1: You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different.
0: The encounter with God... Our time in the 20 million movement mm. Bible study. Now, before we keep going, we have another quiz clue. Lawson, are you ready to go? Here we go. Here we the, go. The final clue. I'm ready. Ooh.
1: And this is the time. The final clue. This is the time where you get your answers in. Yeah, this because, is the one. Because seriously, I am the last book of the Bible. <laughs> if you know what that is. Zero four nine one zero six four six six
0: nine. No you know cheating! What? Do I'll, not look at the table of contents.
1: I will give you a clue. It's okay. not Genesis. I know. I know that's a bit too far. I know you could be accuse me of rigging the quiz right now, making it too easy.
0: You've just taken one of the sixty six books as a possibility out.
1: Yeah, that's right. So now there's only sixty five. It's not Genesis.
0: <laughs> that's not the last book of the you Bible. You have a one in sixty five chance. That's right. Uh, or a hundred percent chance if uh, if you know you what, know the, what last the last book, book of the Bible
1: is. Yeah, 669 <laughs> is the number to call
0: or text. Almost if you almost revealed
1: know it. The answer.
0: What? Did I? Almost revealed
1: it. Oh, come on. No, like, that's too far. Come on. Hey, it's the sanctuary and Can't salvation, the sanctuary pure and simple. Christ in his sanctuary and the sanctuary service is our prizes that is coming up in the quiz that'll draw at the end of the week. But hey, 0491 064 669 is the number to call a text. If you know the answer to that one, again, it is the last book of the Bible.
0: Megantha texts in. Multiple smiley, laughy faces, and the correct answer.
1: Oh, shout out, Magantha! Good on you.
0: Nice work, Magantha. Bruce, and Liz got that answer correct Ooh. as well too. Uh, good times, and D also got that answer uh, <laughs> correct, correct as well too. Correct. Wow! Correct. Correct. It's, a, it's a wild more widowy. <laughs> correct. That correct. is widowy. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sky, you got the answer correct as well too. We're going to keep reading though because we're running out of time, and this is a really great story. We're going to pick up the story where Jehoshaphat. Uh, they've verse just 15. heard from the prophet of the Lord. We're in Second Chronicles chapter twenty, and we're going to start in verse eighteen.
1: It says, then King Jehoshaphat bowed low with his face to the ground, and all the people of Judah and Jerusalem did the same, worshiping the Lord. Then the Levites from the clans of Kohath and Korah stood to praise the Lord, the God of Israel,
0: with a very loud shout. Pause. I love that before anything happens, other than the prophecy mm-hmm. from the prophet, they praise the Lord. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That's exciting to me. Mm-hmm. That's how we should be as God's people as well, too. When we hear prophecy, we understand the prophecy. We should be praising God for the prophecy because it will come to pass. Yeah. That's I,
1: th- I think for them, they were pretty sure that it was God. You know, the Bible is clear, like, test you know, test all things to see whether they are so, you know, to the word and to the testimony. And I'm I'm not going to you know, we're not going to pretend like there isn't false prophets in the world. In fact, Jesus says, beware of false prophets. Right. But at the same time, at this time, it was very clear that the Lord was with them. And when they heard this prophecy, yeah, they just praised God. Mm-hmm. You know, they heard this message from Jesus. They heard this message from God in heaven. And, and they were like, wow, like God has got our back right here. And so they all just, just praised God. They're just
0: Need- no, and this is a really good point here in verse 20. Well, you haven't read verse 20 yet, have yeah. you? Okay, read this, because I this verse we should remember. We should put it in our hearts. We should put it in our mm. minds mm. about believing God's prophets because we will prosper if we do so. Prophecy is for our benefit.
1: Early the next morning, the army of Judah went out to the wilderness of Tekoa. I have a friend named Tekoa. Shout out Tekoa. Shout out spent to we, bro, Tekoa I
0: spent the weekend with them up there. I spent a month in Finland with the guy as Dude. well, too. Shout out to Koah. We went
1: go karting two
0: weeks ago. I went. I I, I watched him uh, peel paint off a wall, and I said, "You're doing a great job."
1: Epic. <laughs> Shout out to Koah, the only Koah I know, other than the one in the Bible. It's a cool name, obviously. Actually. Yeah, epic what a name. cool cat? On the way, Jehoshaphat stepped, uh, stopped. Sorry, and said, "Listen to me, all you people of Judah and Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, and you will be able to stand firm." Believe in his prophets and you will succeed.
0: So Jehoshaphat the king, he stops everybody. and He says, hey, hey, listen, believe his prophets. This is what Mm. it says in the New King James Version here. Believe his prophets and you shall prosper. Mm. If you're thinking in your life, man, I wish I was more prosperous. I wish I had more prosperity. I wish I had just a more abundant life. Well, the solution is believe his prophets. Yep. Go believe his prophets. Yep. Like, God gives us prophecy for our benefit. Mm. He tells us things before they happen so that when they happen, we can believe in him more. But also, he tells us things before they happen so that even before they happen, we can have a better life.
1: But yeah, well, this is the point is that prophecy has the purpose of predicting the future. But also, the prophets were communicated to by God to give direction and instruction in life.
0: 100%. Yeah, and and a third of the Bible, the B-I-B-L-E, the basic instructions before leaving earth, the scriptures, oh oh yeah. Oh, the acronym. The acronym of the Bible there. The Bible, a third of it, 33 when one third percent are prophecy. The Bible has been written in a way that's been inspired by God so that we could recognize and understand that it is God who has everything under control. When the financial has hit the world, yeah. when the pandemic's uh, planned or unplanned, because we've got a lot of listeners who believe it's the pandemic, We've got some who don't believe that, but it doesn't matter, because the prosperous life is available for those who believe in prophecy. So yeah, don't get wrapped up in plandemics or pandemics. Get wrapped up in prophecy, because that is the only true solution to a life. Well live.
1: And as the Bible says, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, and for instruction in righteousness. Like, yeah. we have... Everything we could possibly need within the Word of God.
0: Absolutely. Keep, let's keep reading here in verse 21. Let's see what happens for God's people who believe in the prophet's words. It continues on. It says, After consulting the
1: people, the king appointed singers to walk ahead of the army, singing to the Lord and praising him for his holy splendor. This is what they sang. Give thanks to the Lord. His faithful love endures forever. At the very moment they began to sing and give praise the Lord caused the armies of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir to start fighting among themselves.
0: And then mine says, then they were defeated. Yeah. Don't forget that part. They just, a, it's they, important. Yeah. They, they go on. So, Sister Act comes out with a choir performance, essentially, and <laughs> sings their way to victory, right? Mm-hmm. Well, maybe not exactly just like that, but the choirs of the Lord praise the Lord mm-hmm. and through music. This is like the one of the first original, like, well, it's not a dance battle, but it's a music battle yeah. for sure. It's a little karaoke uh, kickoff to a wild, mm-hmm. wild uh, weekend of a defeat for God's enemies. And all they're doing is singing. And Mm. and through song, the power of song, they defeat God's enemies because God, it's not really their singing that's doing it. It's God is doing the victory, but they're just singing and praising his name because he says, I'll fight your battles for you.
1: I've heard of some scholars trying to justify stories like this one. And also the story of, you know, when the walls fall around Jericho and they, they say something like, oh, essentially trying to find naturalistic ways to explain biblical miracles, like, oh, they sang at a frequency that would make the walls fall down, or oh. or, or they, you know, here, you know, they're singing, uh, it's, no. they're, they're singing freaked them out so much that they just had to kill each other. It's no, like, no no, 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 this is, this is a miracle from God. Uh, these people had...
0: I, I I think people it's, literally said that the walls of Jericho fell because of a frequency that they were yep. singing. No way. A hundred percent. Unbelievable. hundred
1: percent. Like I've heard
0: a few things like this and,
1: <laughs> and again, and again, it, it makes you think like, what, like they're trying to do like naturalistic explanation of miracles. Why, not, trying,
0: just, why not just believe the Bible? Yeah. That, that's the point. It's, written.
1: it's trying to marry like science, uh, like popular science with the Bible, but we don't need to do that. We can just read here and just see clearly. It was the spirit of God working here. It was the spirit of God that gave the prophecy. It was the spirit of God that was working through their singing, and the spirit of God that was working in the hearts of, yeah, the the people here to come out victorious. And and when we see the Ammonites and the Moabites and and whatnot attack each other, it's it's because they have been blinded in some way, supernaturally, and and yeah, just given up to the the evil of their heart, and they they just go all out and
0: it reminds me of so many stories abraham and the 300 that uh, those yeah. guys fight themselves as well too they got many many examples god will fight the battle for you mm-hmm. and all we got to do is sing praise
1: you're listening to the breakfast show podcast on faith fm positively different
0: this is the breakfast show and the god who delivered all of the people who were basically at risk of losing their life is the same God that we love and worship today. Mm. And so when we look back at that story of Jehoshaphat and we look at the story of prophecy and we look at the story of God answering those kind of prayers, God answering the prayers uh, for those people who basically were at their wits end, they had nothing that they could rely on other than the Lord. We're reminded that we actually love and serve the same God today. Mm. It's pretty good. Now, we have an answer to a quiz clue that is very exciting because mm-hmm. this book is all about this God who loves us it's the same. Absolutely. This book is called
1: The Revelation of Jesus Christ. Ooh. That's the title. And if you Revealing. didn't say if you didn't say The Revelation of Jesus Christ, you got it wrong. No, that's not. That's true. not true. It's it's the book. It's the book of Revelation. Of course, it opens. Sherry up. just got it right too, by the way. Just before. Oh just, just wow!
0: In. Just slid in. Congratulations! Nice work, Sherry.
1: So yeah, congratulations, everyone, getting correct. As I said, the Revelation of Jesus Christ, the Book of Revelation. We have some some uh, some different quotes here. Come gather together the great supper of God. Blessed are the dead who die in the Lord from now on, for their deeds will follow them. Which is, that's a bit of a parenthetical statement that we read within the book of Revelation because we see it's talking about those who will stay alive. This is Revelation chapter 14 and verse 13. Revelation chapter 14, 6 through, well, 1 through 12 is talking about like the last people who will be alive on this earth and will see Jesus come back without dying. And then it has this like parenthetical statement in verse 13. It says, hey, but blessed are those who die from this time from John's time forward, like the angel he's talking about all these events, and then in one verse, just addresses John directly and says, "Oh, the blessed are you and everyone else who's going to die before this time, um because your deeds will follow you,
0: yeah, like it's such a weird thought, like because death is a scary thing for every mm-hmm. human being, like it really is, but when you have Jesus and when you have the Bible to give you the clarity of Death is just a sleep mm. until the Lord returns. It is, for me, very reassuring. Mm-hmm. And I used to, before I was a Christian, I used to be afraid of death, and mm. now I'm no longer afraid of death in the same way. I mean, obviously, it's not something I'm looking forward to.
1: I'm not jumping off cliffs. Yeah. Out no, here, yeah,
0: <laughs> no. I'm do well, doing well. I actually,
1: that. I jump off cliffs
0: like into water. When there's water, yeah, <laughs> that's a different story.
1: Would you go skydiving? We had this conversation yesterday.
0: I mean skydiving. Uh, I've been indoor skydiving. Okay, uh, Would which you go is, outdoor. Whew, I'm a big boy. Yeah, that's, that's what fine. I'm already, uh, well, I've actually talked to some skydiving companies. Yeah, and they're like, "Look, you probably shouldn't do it." <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so cool. I was like, because they don't have the right equipment. Because I'm because I'm I'm a big boy. I'm like 150 kilo, 140 something kilos, 300 yeah. plus pounds. Like, it's just they're just like, look, we don't. Have we never tested our equipment on that kind of? And then there's me, the
1: little little seventy seventy four guy. Well, you
0: could go twice from. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's right, that's right.
1: <laughs> um, so it says here in the next clue, if anyone's name was not found written in the book of life, he was thrown into the lake of fire. Do you know? Do you know what? Do you know what chapter that's from?
0: Uh, I think twenty one, or oh, twenty. Sorry, yeah. twenty. And just going into twenty-one. That's right. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So twenty and verse
1: fifteen, we see the millennium there, and then towards the at the end of the millennium, yeah, uh, the final execution of judgment before the beginning of eternity. We see here that uh, those whose names were not found written in the book of life were thrown into the lake of fire. Now, this is why I'm not scared of death, and oh, yeah. I'm, I'm not scared of judgment either. Because all I have to in- to do to ensure that everything will be okay is have my name written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Beautiful. And how do I get my name written there? Well, quite easily. <laughs> I ask Jesus to write my name there. Now what does that look like? It looks like repentance. Also, we see that when we engage in Jesus's work, it enables our salvation. We read that in uh, Luke chapter 10. When, when the disciples say, you know, we, we saw Satan fall from heaven like lightning and we saw, you know, all these amazing miracles. And Jesus says, hey, well, that, you know, that's amazing. But also, praise God that your name is written in the book of life. If we can go to Jesus, we can go to Christ, fall before him and repent. And he will write our name in the book of life in heaven. And we don't need to be scared of death or judgment or anything.
0: Lawson, I just want to say... Uh, we got a text message here from Chris. When falling the three kilometers, death wasn't something yeah. to fear. My faith was in God. Mm. Wow. So do you know Chris and his story? No. So
1: we interviewed him. He actually he was involved in a skydiving accident last year where he...
0: Wait, you didn't tell me this before you asked me to do skydiving?
1: No, no. But uh, yeah, he jumped out of the plane and he was with his instructor... And unfortunately, uh the in well, the instructor actually sacrificed his life for Chris and landed on the bottom. And uh Whoa the the instructor passed away and, and Chris survived and was in hospital for a number of weeks. We interviewed him and, and talked to him on the radio and and praise God, he survived. You wow. Know, so one of the interesting stories that we covered here at Faith of and, and as you can see from the text message, Chris very much owes his life to this guy who sacrificed himself, but also God.
0: Wow. Mm. Okay, Chris. Well, thanks for sharing the story. That's, Mm. That's some wild times. Have a beautiful Tuesday. Talk faith, live faith, act faith, and you will grow strong in Jesus Christ. We'll be right here tomorrow morning with you on Faith FM for The Breakfast Show.
1: Sound. when I wake up, when I wake up to, to sleep no more, more. Rising to meet our blessed Redeemer
0: With a glad shout I'll the ground. ground When I wake up, when I wake up,
1: up to, to
0: sleep no more
1: When I wake up, some glad morning, sleep no, some glad morning sleep no more, jewels, jewels adoring How happy I'll be,
0: over in glory overing Telling the story with the redeem of all the ages, praising the one who I adore, when I wake up, when I wake up to sleep no more.
1: Glory to God, I'll have a new body, changed
0: in the twinkling of an eye, when I wake up, when I wake up to sleep no more and try, bound for the sea, sea up on high,
1: when I wake when up when I wake up, up, to sleep no more when I wake up some glad like morning no more, Jules the Tony. how happy I'll be over in glory, sure. tell the story with the reading of all the ages,
0: praising the one, one to my, my door when I wake up, when I wake
1: up, I wake up to sleep no,
0: no more when I wake up software morning to sleep no more at dawn, happy hour, home, glory, home, to happy I'll be holding on home so tell the story with the reading of all the ages, praising the one who I adore. when I wake up. When I wake up, up to sleep no more, no more When I wake when up When I wake up to sleep